Brick and Mortar Reporter, Episode 147. Hey there, localists. This is Nick Unsworth of Life on Fire. Welcome you to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. Today's podcast is jam-packed with tips, strategies, and the motivation you need to take your business to the next level. I'm excited about what you'll learn from today's interview. And don't forget that choosing local when you have the opportunity is vital to your community. So now, let me introduce your host, Christy Hostler, with today's interview. Hi there, localists. Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. My name is Christy, as always, and I am your host for today. I cannot thank you enough for spending a little bit of time out of your busy schedule listening to the podcast today. I know there's a hundred other things that could demand your time right now, and you might even be multitasking and doing some of them, but that doesn't take away from the fact that I appreciate you making the choice to listen to this podcast about local business. Before I get to our content today, I have to remind you that this podcast is sponsored by Team Podcast. Now, they're the one-stop shop for all of your podcast support services. They essentially can do anything you need for your podcast, from audio editing to show notes to publishing everything on social media, on your Libsyn account. They can do custom social media graphics. They get your social media automated. They integrate your lead pages. There's just a lot that they can do that will give you the freedom to then create your podcast. Your time is not going to be taken up doing all of the support tasks behind the scenes because it can be better spent working on your business rather than in your business. So Team Podcast bundles all of those services into one really remarkable price for every single month. And so you can get all of it taken care of by going to teampodcast.com, checking out everything and getting in touch with them today. That's teampodcast.com. Now for our wonderful content today. Now I have been telling you in the past several episodes that we are starting to work on building a guide and a training program for local businesses in order to teach them how to podcast. And I am leading the charge for local businesses to break into the podcasting market with a podcast solely for the purpose of building their local business. And it's a new concept. People are not doing it as of yet. And we're kind of the the first to this space. And we definitely feel very passionate about this as a possibility for really enhancing the return on investment and actually being the best marketing tool that a local business could have. So let me tell you a couple of things about the difference uh, with a podcast and some of the other things you might be doing. If you own a local business, you might have been struggling to get your social media campaign under control. And I say social media campaign, um, as if it is something that starts and ends, because that's normally what a campaign is. But this, the beast of social media never ends. And it's, and I say beast in a very loving way. I love social media and I, I use it in my business. But the thing is that so many people have found is a frustration level with the medium for their social content. And you can tweet it and you can put it on Facebook and you can use Tumblr. You can use All these other, you can use Pinterest, you can use uh, Instagram, you can use all these other local, uh, actually social media channels to support your local business. The problem is, 
that you do not own that traffic. You do not own those customers. Those customers that are viewing your content are still viewing it on Instagram or still viewing it on Facebook or whatever medium you've put out there for your social content. And at any given time, that platform owner can decide whether they want to let you continue to have your content seen by your followers. Or maybe they want to hold your, ho your, your uh, followers hostage. And maybe they want to say, unless you pay to buy ads, we're not showing your content to your followers. That's kind of essentially what's Facebook what Facebook has done over the past couple of years. They had to figure out a way to monetize Facebook. And um, you, you've seen it before. You, you like a page, a business page, and next thing you know, you never hear from them. You think, my goodness, they're not active on social media. You go to their page, and what happens? You see all this stuff that you had no idea about. And that's because for every like that you get as a business, Facebook really wants you to pay to advertise to get in front of those people. So when you post something on Facebook as a business, you will only get 6 to 7% of the people that have liked your page seeing your content. Now, if you had a 6 to 7% uh, click-through rate on a social marketing campaign or an email marketing or some other online marketing campaign, that would be a good rate. But 6 to 7% of your people seeing your content doesn't mean that six to seven percent are buying or somehow interacting. They're just seeing it in your in their feed. The other part is it can take hours for your content to show up in people's news feed. And so it's just one of those things where it's so frustrating as a local business owner because you want to advertise, you want to be in touch with your people, but you don't know the best platform to do it. And I truly believe that podcasting is the next medium for local businesses to take their message directly to their customers. Now, a couple of things I wanted to talk to you as we get started talking about what it takes to build a podcast. Now, I want to tell you the bare minimum you need to get started. You can spend as much money as you want to. You can spend thousands of dollars on all this nice fancy equipment. It doesn't always make for a better podcast though. So what I want to show you how to do is get started for as little as possible so that you're spending as little money as you can in order to get this podcast started and then you can let this podcast drive business back to your business and you end up getting a return on that very, very modest investment. So how much does it cost to get started podcasting? You can get started podcasting for literally under $100. Now, with that being said, I am assuming that most small businesses already have a computer. And all it takes is a computer. It doesn't have to be a specific type of computer. It can be a PC. It can be a desktop. It can be a laptop. It can be a Mac. It can be Windows. It can be, it doesn't matter. As long as it is a computer, you will be able to get do your podcast. With that computer, if you simply pair a very modestly priced USB microphone. Now, the one I'm using today is one that comes highly recommended for podcasters. It is an ATR2100. I believe it cost me about $29 when I got it on sale. It's normally about $49. And so it's very, very modestly priced. It plugs right into your laptop. It's what I'm using right now to do this podcast. So 
$49. We'll count that as toward our $100. And the other things that you would need, just a simple set of headphones. In fact, you don't even have to have the full-on headphones. You can use uh, the simple earbuds that might come with like a smartphone or something like that. So it doesn't have to be a Mac Daddy pair of $300 headphones. Now there might be a time when you want a Mac Daddy pair of $300 headphones, but you don't have to have that to get started. All you need to do is be able to plug in your earbuds to your microphone or your headphone to your microphone and then you can hear everything that is going through that microphone. So it doesn't take much to do that. A simple pair of headphones might be 20 bucks. A simple a set of earbuds might be 10 to $15. So it's not, again, a huge investment. Um, the other thing you need is a quiet place to record, which most businesses will have. And once you have that quiet place to record, it's very, very easy to record. You can actually do your recording on a free open source uh, platform software. Uh, Audacity is a great one, and it is one that I currently use. I'm recording on right now. Um, I do it for a lot of editing on it as well for our other customers. So Audacity is all you will need ever to record on your um, podcast. And so with those things combined, the only other thing you need to get, so we've got at this point our running tab for our list of items, $49 microphone, Small purchase of a headset or earbuds, or you might even be able to use something you already have. So that's probably less than $20 total. And you get a free uh, download of Audacity. It's open source, so you are fine to download that for free. It won't cost you anything. At the same time, you need a quiet place, a laptop, any kind of computer, whatever you have. And the only other thing you'll need to go out and get is a podcast hosting account. Now let me explain to you what this is. I'm assuming that most local businesses have a website or have some sort of a web presence. If you don't, you definitely want to start there because your podcast is going to feed in and drive people again to your website. So that's the great thing about that. It's a great way to get traffic. And for your website, you will have already chosen a web host for, to provide your web hosting services. And in addition to web hosting, you will now need podcast hosting. The reason you need podcast hosting is because we are going to be creating MP3 files. These are the audio files. Let me also mention that you could do a video podcast. That is easy to do as well. You simply need like an iPhone 5S or something like that that takes really good video. And you can also create a video podcast. So that can easily be done. But these files that we're creating with your content are going to be bigger than you want to put and host and, and store on your own website. Because the more things that you store on your own website, the slower the performance is of your website. So we simply use a podcast hosting service so that it can then host the files. It can then store the files. So you upload the files to that podcast host. It's a very simple process to be done. And then once you do, those files are stored there and then your podcast content is available automatically on the feed for your website. Now, I don't mean to over 
uh, over uh, technicalize. I don't even know that that's a word, but what, what we're doing here, we don't want to get too caught up in what a feed is or whatever, because whoever built your website will be able to help you with this. And if you can't get that, if you had somebody build your website that you no longer have a relationship, uh, let me know and I will be glad to help you in any way possible get your local business podcast up and running. So you need a podcast host and there are several that have come along. The 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 oldest and the the tried and true Steady Eddie uh, is Libsyn. It stands for Liberated Syndication. And I use that podcast host and plans for podcasting start as little as five dollars a month. I believe right now I'm on a fifteen dollar a month to do a one uh, show a week for um, up to an hour, and I can do uh, do that for $15 a month. So again, you're still not talking about a lot of money. I mean, we've paid 49 for our headphones, we've paid uh, 20 for, I mean, sorry, 49 for our microphone, 20 for our headphones, and then at this point, our Libsyn host is going to be probably $15 a month or less. So very, very economical. And with those three things, you can get your podcast taken care of. You don't have to invest in anything else. Of course, it's like anything. You can do a lot more than just the basics. So this will get you started. And this is a very simple setup. You simply set up your computer, um, whether it's a laptop or desktop. Make sure it's you know in a quiet place or at least a place you can close the door. If it has a lot of echoes, you can do some things um, later on we'll talk about that can enhance your audio um, but then essentially to get started, you would need to plug your microphone into your laptop and you would need to open up your Audacity, your, your recording uh, software, and you are ready to record your first episode. From a hardware perspective, you would be ready. Now, let's talk about a few other things because uh, you've got to do, you know, I talked about having a social media campaign and social media and a campaign for that is, it, it takes planning. It, it To be effective, you really need to be pushing that all the time. Well, here's the thing. There's a lot of planning that needs to go into a podcast for a local business. Now, you can have a couple of different outcomes that you hope your podcast will get for you. Now, every local business is different, and you might have one that I've not even thought of yet. But the most common that I would think would be something you would want to do and gain by your podcast and adding that to your local business is, number one, you would want to see a definite return on investment. You want to see ROI on your bottom line. In other words, you want to see more revenue coming in the door that are directly a result of your podcast. And we'll talk about ways to do that and ways to track that um, in future episodes. But you want to see that. The other thing that you probably want to see, and if you don't think you'd want to see this, please talk to me again because uh, I can convince you that you need this, and that is you need to be collecting email addresses of your customers. You need to be building an email list for your business. Most brick-and-mortar stores do not have a proper email list capture system. They don't have great lead magnets. They don't have the systems in place to be building their email list. And it's a huge mistake because it is your way to get directly into the inbox of all your customers. And I'm not saying you get into your inbox to spam them. You don't want to do that. 
but you do want to provide valuable content that they want to hear from you about. And so um, it's very, very important to begin capturing those emails. That is your key to being able to get a return on your investment on so much of what you're doing with the podcast. So if you have a PC computer and you've got your in Audacity, you can do Audacity for Mac or you can do Audacity for Windows. You can also, um, there's some free software that comes on most Macs that's called GarageBand. It's absolutely fine to use GarageBand to record your episode. So that's no problem either. Now, I talked to you about how we assume that you already have a website. And when you get your website set up, or if you haven't gotten it set up, get it set up. And all you will need is a page on your website that says podcasts. Once you have that podcast page set up, every single new podcast that you upload to and publish to Libsyn will then appear on your podcast page. Well, we'll set it up to appear that way. So uh, we can show you how to do that. And if you don't administrate your website, definitely get your webmaster to put up that page for podcasting because you will want to um, have a separate place on your website where people can go to hear your podcast and hear what the content is that you're putting out. So there's a little more planning that we need to do before we actually get on and record our first episode. And the first thing we talked about is what do you want your podcast to accomplish for your business? I would think the two right off the top of the bat are return on investment. You also could want to capture their email and get that you get your email list built. That's another critical part of your business. Maybe you want to help get your word out about your business. You know, maybe you want it to, it to be kind of an awareness thing as well. Maybe you are trying to educate your customers. Maybe you have a product or service that there's kind of a learning barrier that you have to get over in order to sell somebody. Maybe you want to use your podcast as a medium to educate people. Maybe you are just looking for a way to engage your audience when they're not right in your physical brick-and-mortar business. Maybe you want to be able to get them involved in your Facebook or get them involved in your Twitter. And by the way, all of these social media channels can be enhanced by a podcast because you will be using these channels again to help promote your podcast. So they hold hands and they, they all work together. Maybe you want to build authority for your brand. Maybe you are the premier X, Y, or Z in your area and you want to be the premier X, Y, or Z for the whole entire country. Maybe you're worried about building the authority for that brand and you can do that in a number of ways. Maybe you have great employees and you just want to start showcasing their work and get people to connect with your employees. You know, if you have a type of business where your employees are kind of the ones that are on the front lines with your customers building rapport, almost like it's their customer, then it's important to really put your employees out there and shine the light on them in a way that will make people embrace uh, that relationship. And maybe you have a something you're doing in the community that you want to highlight some work in the community that you're doing. Maybe you have a charity. Maybe you have a partnership with, um, you know, some other nonprofit that you really want to highlight and you want to get the word out in your community. Maybe you want to help increase revenue, and that can definitely be done too. So these are all reasons that you want to possibly create a podcast what is your reason find out what that reason is because depending on that reason there's a whole different set of questions that we need to ask how frequently do you want to publish a podcast now there are differing uh, theories on this 
And depending on your business and depending on how quickly your business can change or adapt, uh, you definitely might want to have, as a local business, a daily podcast. If I had a restaurant or something like that where every night I could potentially have a different set of entertainment, I could have a different special of the day, I could have a different meal, and there there's things that are so fluid on your website that you can only... Uh, tell people about it when they come to your business you know i mean you can't you can't just every single day go to your website and update your menu if you have new menu items but you can tell people about it as your specials of the day and so if i had a restaurant i would probably want to do a a daily podcast i really would Um, i would want to have that daily contact to drive people in offer specials offer tips offer a little bit of education and have them salivating for whatever it is that they love at my restaurant all day long and making plans, skip dinner at home, come to my restaurant. That's what I would want to do. If I had a different type of business, maybe I had a plumbing business or some type of of contracting type business like that where I was providing um, those home type services, maybe I would only want to do a once a week podcast. Maybe I would want to do um, once a week, but maybe have it be a little bit longer format because maybe I'm going to be doing some educating and some showing people how to do something during my podcast. You don't have to have an hour long podcast. You don't have to have a 30 minute long podcast. There's no limit to what you can do with that, but it needs to fit what your audience is and who your target customer is. Your target customer should be your customer. You want to get them to your podcast and to your website. Besides how frequently you want to publish your podcast, you also need to look at your resources within your business. Who's going to be responsible for the podcast? Those are decisions you have to make ahead of time before you start the podcast. Because those same people that are going to be responsible for the podcast every single day, you know what else? You've got to sit down and you've got to come up with a content calendar every single day that you're going to have a podcast. You've got to have a plan for what you're going to put out. And the easy thing to do is fall into, especially if you have a daily podcast, you can fall into theme days. You can make it all about a certain thing on a, you know, whatever's going on in your business. You can make that podcast all about that. So maybe, you know, let me give you some examples. I know most of you are familiar with Facebook and Throwback Thursdays. I'm not sure where that happened, where that started from. But everybody knows on Facebook, Throwback Thursday, post a picture of a throwback picture from ages gone by or days gone by. And so you get to a point where you are going to kind of establish what the the theme of the day is i mean you might have a moonlight madness monday or something like that and from late in the day to the time you close you've got crazy specials going on to drive that end of the day business at a time whenever you're really not normally crowded maybe you have a shout out friday where you let your customers call in to, you know, you can set up a a very easy like a speak pipe type thing on your website where they can call in and give a shout out to one of your employees who did a really great job for them that week. Do you see what I'm saying? You have a lot of different things that you can do. Um, You know, maybe you have a, I don't know, Wacky Wednesday or something like that, a Freaky Friday. Uh, You know, you, you have all these different things that you can do and it's a great way 
to use those daily themes to sort of help plan your content for the long term because you need to know what you're going to be telling your customers you need to keep it fresh you need to keep it you know uh, current so things to consider when you're creating content what do you want to tell your customers about your business I would think introducing them to your employees would be a great thing letting your employees share their story the reason this is so critical is because this is your uh, other means of engagement with your customers if your customers find an employee that they resonate with they are more likely to be repeat customers so don't be afraid to highlight your employees on your podcast in fact even let them be maybe responsible for the podcast what a great thing for them to take ownership of and really enhance your business in addition to your employees why not look at the products and services that you offer if you are a restaurant and that is where we're starting you've got a never-ending uh, content machine right there within your restaurant you can definitely focus on your products you can focus on the food that you're putting out you could share recipes you could share um, you know you could work with some of your vendors and highlight and showcase some of their finest uh, goods that they sell you um, it doesn't matter whether it's wonderful coffee or a delicious wine or a wonderful cheese that you're using in your restaurant those quality ingredients that are unique to your business that help create your product that your customers love share that with your people share that with your customers so that they can then be bonded to that brand and know that they can't just get that anywhere there's no better way to get your customers hooked on your business than to get them hooked on products that they love that you sell so focusing on people focusing on products focusing on processes you know you might be a uh, type of restaurant where every single morning the chef has to make a stop at the early morning uh, market and in the wee hours of the morning they're either going and picking out today's fish or they're going to the market and picking out today's vegetables your customers need to know about any special processes you have you might have a marinated beef or chicken on your menu that you marinate or slow roast or whatever you do for 72 hours before they even get a chance to order it from the menu they need to know that because those processes that you incorporate and the care that you use to create your product again it speaks to the craftsmanship of what you're doing and it speaks to the quality of the product that you're putting out and that is something you definitely want to market to your customers so people your products your processes and then you can focus on some other things maybe uh, let's call it participation maybe you need to focus on your community participation and what you're doing in the community are there charities you're being involved with don't be afraid to tell your customers that we give and we support this local charity whether it's the local baseball team for the little league or whether it's the local theater group um, it could be some other nonprofit you might work with the women's shelter or the homeless shelter and it's okay to tell your customers that look we feel like it's important because this is our payback to the community and here's why we do that so the four P's I mean following these guidelines it's pretty simple to come up with a content calendar for your podcast people processes products 
and participation. With those things, you can weave a beautiful story of your business and you can sit there in the comfort of your own business and record the story of your business, the legacy that you're going to be leaving for future generations by what is going on now and simply put that out to the world and put that out to your customers. Now, before we get into the nuts and bolts of building a podcast and actually doing it, which I'm going to do for you and and show, show you some examples next week, I wanted to also tell you something else. With a podcast, the success or failure of your podcast as a local business will be in direct correlation with the amount of internal marketing that you do with your podcast. So, in other words... If you currently have direct mail going out to prospects or you have other marketing going on, you might need to pull a few of those marketing dollars and really solidify your internal marketing plan. Let's talk about your internal marketing plan in the very next episode that we do because it is absolutely critical. Because you're not going to be depending on iTunes or any other syndication for your podcast to get the word out about your podcast. You are going to be marketing it directly from your business location through your website, through the contact with your people, through your signage in your stores. And it is something that is going to determine the success or failure of this tool for marketing for you. So we're going to talk, start there with our next episode about building an internal marketing campaign that kicks butt and that gets people excited about it. And the more planning you can put into doing this to make it a more cohesive piece of your marketing plan overall, the more success you will have. So again, we're talking about podcasting for local business, showing you how to do it, how to get started, what to do. I've got a guide that will be posted on the Brick and Mortar Reporter website um, for this episode that will be be giving you all the content that we've gone over at this point. And then next week, we'll talk about building an internal campaign, and there'll be a downloadable PDF for that as well. So go to the website and get that brickandmortarreporter.com, and you'll see the most recent episode right there. Click on the show notes there, and you will see the downloadable PDF for getting started with local business. So it's a very easy thing to do. And we definitely uh, want you to get on the bandwagon. So we'll continue this discussion next week, beginning with our internal marketing campaign to support your podcast. So make those plans now because it will pay off in the future. I do have to remind you before we go that our podcast today is sponsored by Team Podcast. Now, they're the one-stop shop for all of your podcast support that you could possibly need. Simply go to their website, teampodcast.com, look at their products and services. It's a great, great uh, advantage for you as a podcaster to have one team that you're using for all of your support tasks. You deal with one person, you pay one price, and you can use any services in the bundle to their fullest extent. And it is a great value for your investment in your podcast. So simply go to teampodcast.com to get started today. Thanks again for joining me on this journey for local podcasting and to put it out there into the world. I think we're going to see a huge difference that can be made in local businesses and the lives of local businesses by podcasting for locals. So thanks for joining the Brick and Mortar Reporter. We appreciate your support more than you could ever even imagine. 
All right. Thank you for listening to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. I'm Nick Unsworth of Life on Fire, reminding you that building your business happens step by step. Whether you're just starting or growing your business, use what you heard in this interview today to build a strong foundation for your business. Make sure you don't miss a single episode by subscribing to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast in iTunes. And remember, when you have the choice, choose local. 